we could we could flip we could flip the script on go a different one. All right, we've been doing this for a year now. Yeah, been doing this for a year now. What have you learned? I know your wife's asked you these questions, but you've been sitting. How long have you been in the conference room now? Like this kind of became a thing. How many months ago? It really became a thing in August, but. To be fair, we interviewed you out in the main shop on January 26th of 2020, and then March 27th, we interviewed Rob Stenberg in here. I think you guys were closed, and I was like, "Uh, Shannon, can I have a key, please? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we did a few throughout the summer and stuff, but really on a weekly basis starting in August. Yeah. So, okay, so he's consistently in August. Yeah. What have you learned about the power of consistency? I find it very motivating. I, I feel like there's a lot of people out there looking for us to fail because they're like they're not gonna they're not gonna release a podcast every Tuesday morning, like they said. You know, they're not gonna do a book club every Monday night, like they said. And like for me, that just gives me motivation because I know there's a. I, small percentage out there is like, yeah, these guys are just going to, they're going to try this. And I, I don't, I think they're starting to see it now, like how deeply we care about helping other people. And we're trying to get the word out of, you know, it's the main goal for this podcast is giving our audience value and information that can help them take that leap to follow their passion. And I just find it really motivating to, to keep doing this until, you know, people think we are for real with what we're doing. With the mastermind behind it all, Matt Laflamme. <laughs> um, thank you. I'll say consistency. Um, what I found is how surprised people have been. I think Ryan touched mm-hmm. on that. Like just this last weekend, we've we've now released twenty six episodes straight. Beep, 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 beep. Um, and I was at a friend's house, and they're like, "I can't believe how much content you put out," and the momentum has really started to build. Initially when we started, we weren't posting, you know, three or four times a week. We were doing a post, like one or two posts a week. The more that we post, the more consistent we become, the more people start reaching out, the more connected we've become, Mm -hmm. which is really telling that you just need to start. Mm -hmm. So that would be my advice to anybody, like anybody that's on the edge, like why not? What's the worst that's going to happen? And you said that too. So just start. Just start going. And to be fair, me and Ryan need to become more consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. We're at, what, four posts a week right now? Yeah. And that's the thing, like enjoying the process. And it's taken us a while to like, you know, Sunday night, Monday night, here's kind of what our posts are going to be. Tuesday's the podcast. And it's like that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday as of like what's our schedule for posting and kind of learning on the fly together too. It took us a little while to, to work together and figure out each other's superpowers too. So that's been a really cool part is mm-hmm. enjoying the process and getting good feedback from people we podcast with too. Like they're thanking us for getting the word out, which is super gratifying. It's awesome to hear that. Yeah. Cause like, I'm not going to sit and be like, Oh, let me just record stuff, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just so, yeah. So you said that, um, you said it's really gratifying that you want to be helping people this and that. Like, what's your main outcome that you want to see from producing all these podcasts? So, podcast is phase one. Mm-hmm. Um, we really wanted to do this to build our own credibility. Um, mm-hmm. Me and Ryan both have master's degrees mm-hmm. in marketing. Um, so you're smart. Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
we have a lot of experience. You're smart. You're totally smart. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of different experiences of, within different industries, recruitment, staffing, um, sales, outside sales, inside sales, marketing, digital marketing. So we have a lot of knowledge, and I think we've talked about this. We just weren't content with being locked at our desks. And mm-hmm. there just had to be something more out there. And for us, we didn't know what it was. We're still finding our fire. We knew we wanted to help people. Yep. And it's it's growing for sure. So I think that the longer we do this, the more that we're going to find our direction on what phase two is going to look like, whether that is building online courses, which we've talked about, um, ultimately coaching speaking engagements would be awesome like you said like getting up on stage like yeah like let's do it so yeah and here's me now i'm just like i just want to sit in the back room (laughs) so what do you think of some of your the aspects of how you're helping people like what's the what's the practical way that people are walking away from finding fire and they're like oh that was like that helped me i think it's even them learning more about themselves too and their business of like you're helping me get my word out and who was it? Was it um, DLH clothing? Sarah, we had on, and she's like, You guys asked me what my superpower was. I didn't have a superpower. And like that night before, I was like, I got it. Like, I know what my superpower is. Like, we maybe that was her 10th time that I was asked, and that was the one that kind of pushed her forward to kind of light bulb went off of what was your superpower. We've heard that from a, a few other questions of why do you do what you do? What is your superpower? What's your why? Those type of questions, you can kind of see them sit back and you know, this a good silence because they're thinking of what like really digging into themselves of what that answer is or what what uh, that's all about. So I think that's for me. I I love to see that. And that's how I think we're helping people. Yep, I would agree with that. I would say that I know a lot of people still that stay in their job because it's just what they know. They're comfortable. Mm-hmm. They want to do something else. They won't leave. Just like me, like for a lot of years, like I sat at a couple different places and I was like, this sucks, but I just kept showing up. I kept, I was loyal, like to my own detriment. I just stayed and like, I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. So how many other, okay, I'm aging myself here, 35. Yeah, you're so old. So old, right? Like how many? I got a decade on you guys, (laughs) you young pups. uh, You get some white hairs in your chin. Yeah, they're coming. So like how many other... 30-year-olds, 38-year-olds, 25-year-olds, 26-year-olds already feel that way. Like they they don't want to be where they're at. Well, what are you doing? Why are you sitting in a job that you don't like? So with our podcast, hopefully it gives them some ideas of, hey, people make money doing crafts. Like I'm really good at crafting. Or, hey, I could start a coffee shop. I want them to get the motivation or the inspiration through other people's stories. Like, hey, I can do that give them some education, talking about some skill sets that other entrepreneurs have, like your ability to connect with other people and networking. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully, if they have that inspiration and education, they'll be motivated enough to get off their ass and start trying to figure out what their fire is. Start finding that. That that motivation is not always like a rah-rah cheerleader. Motivation sometimes comes in seeing that this can be done. Right. Yeah. So it's not like you're 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 stoking them and getting them all riled up. It's literally you're saying, okay, but this is an actual path that can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. They, and they just they just don't see the path forward. And when they and when they, and 
I think people who are stuck in that too think they feel so isolated in that. And when they realize yeah. that literally everybody has felt like that. Yep. Yeah. And the more they hear those stories, it's like, oh, right. this is more common. It's not as risky. I mean, it's always a risk, but it's not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's always the a risk. The situation you shared you know, today or during this episode was you're sitting in front of the computer screen entering data. You're like, mm-hmm. I just, I can't do this anymore. And how many people are still thinking that? Oh my gosh! I've done like that for. I feel like years. an idiot. This is literally like baseline skill sets, and I'm like, I can't even do baseline skill. <laughs> I'm like, I am a complete. You have a higher power, Shannon. Whatever. <laughs> but COVID. This is what COVID has done. COVID is forced change on people. Mm-hmm. It's forced change on people, whether they were ready or not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and I think there's it has caused a lot of you know dismantling and destruction. Like, do not get me wrong. There has been a lot of that, but there's been a lot of reworking and manipulation and. Um, recalibration of stuff. Like I, am actually really excited for 2021. What do you got? I think there's going to be a lot of cool stuff just coming out, like just in the business world and just in everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because now there's space. Right. You know, this right. dismantling and destruction is like a forest fire. You know. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah. guess what? Now there's there's space for things to grow and yeah. for to do. But and it, and it's I think it's taught people that I can do something different or I can change and like just change and just change period is fearful for people. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is, you know, this has been hard, but it's been okay. You know? Yeah. For anybody listening to like, I think if you've listened to other episodes, you know that both me and Ryan have nine to fives still like mm-hmm. you don't have to jump all in. You don't have to go tomorrow right. and quit your job. You can start slowly. You can start mm-hmm. building you can, you know, save up a hundred bucks here, save up a hundred bucks here, buy a couple pod mics and yep. just start. Yeah, exactly. Eventually, hopefully one day we're all living the dream and we're millionaires <laughs> and doing all the things that we love and like want to do. Yeah, but it's finding the why. And you guys, this is what you just said. You wrestled through that and you're finding your why culminated in finding fire podcast because you want to help people. You want to transition. Mm-hmm. You want to help people. Um, find their path you know like right. your desire to help and equip people that's what you want to do yep. yep you know and like over covid with all this destruction and all this stress and all these massive hours and just i'm like all the time like why am i doing this if you can't pare it down and find your why and your why's can change your why sure. yeah. yeah your why's like my initial why of yellow bike is different than it is now you know yep. it right. changes and it can evolve but it has to always you have to know what it is Right. You know, mm-hmm. and if you don't care anymore, then it's time to get out. So, yeah, you need that clarity to give you mm-hmm. the direction to keep going. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yep. So. What did you learn over COVID? Through COVID? Oh, well, I'm essential. So I worked my butt off while <laughs> a bunch of other people got to sit at home and have yeah. fun. Yeah, I learned how to not be bitter when everybody's like, oh, I learned how to garden and do all these things because they have all this time at home. I'm like, mm. Like, I just would love an hour to, you know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Carry on. I've, I've learned so much, like, just with all of this, and I don't even know where to begin. Name me one thing. Patience. <laughs> patience for me. I'll let you think. <laughs> yeah, start. For me, it was patience. What do you I, mean? I, when COVID hit and, you know, you're, you're working from home, I'm what I considered myself to be a very chill, relaxed, go with the flow person going home to work, um, with two kiddos who were one and four at the time, 
not in daycare yet just because we we're trying to figure that out too like well let's pull them out of daycare for a little bit see you know, this is really early on the pandemic when everybody started to go home and and work from home and you know, I had my little spot in the basement, but I was just like between that and the kids running around. Like I knew my wife was upstairs working, so I was like, you know, be quiet for her, be quiet for me. And like I, my patience was not good, and that wasn't fair to my kids, just because they want to come downstairs and say, "Hey, Dad, guess what? Like, what? Like, let's, let's go upstairs for a couple minutes. I'm on a Zoom call." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so I, with family and 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 just personally, just be more patient and taking a step back and enjoy the moment like when this is all said and done and we you know i'm back at work full-time now in the office but like am i ever going to get that time back with my kids at home on a tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m or 11 a.m in the morning like probably not for a long time and then when it comes to this finding fire and then back to your consistency point was enjoy what we're doing with this obviously keep pumping episodes out but like matt said we're going to be patient throughout this process could we dive in and launch a course of how to build a Facebook ad? Yeah. Like, what are the most important topics about Google Analytics? Is that the route we want to go? We don't know yet. Like, I think that's going to come to us, but just keep doing this and providing value during this time I think has been huge. And I give you credit, Matt, for patience, too. Well, I think, you know, you touched on something I think is super important that everybody learned a lot about their own personal capacity. Mm -hmm. You know, because you labeled it patience, you know, and I would label it also just capacity. Like my mental yeah. capacity over here, my physical capacity over here, and just recognizing when that capacity has been tapped yep. and what to do in order to maintain and not blow up and destroy relationships in the, in the middle of it. Right. Exactly. It's yep. like little kids. You guys both have little kids, you know, and mm-hmm. I have teenagers and teenagers, they're, they're going through a hard enough time anyway. And then you throw this on top of it. Yeah. Whoa, it's a know, different, right? that's a different ball game. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Matt. All right. What'd you learn over COVID? So here's what I'll say. I'll say that through COVID, I've grown a lot over the last year. Um, In what way? Because there's always the COVID-15. Hmm? What? The COVID-15? Yeah. I did not put 15 pounds on. Good. Okay, just clarifying. <laughs> just clarifying how you've grown. That's all. 10 pounds? Yes. But okay. Um, no, just from the standpoint, like, I look back now, um, my lifestyle, like I've slowed down a lot more in the fact that like pre-COVID, I think I was still going out like three times a week at least. Like, hey, going out after work. Hey, going out at yeah. nine o'clock at night to the Beacon Bar. And like, I was like running around like a ragged person. And like now I feel like I've grown a lot more to appreciate the time that I have with my family, um, my kids. I think I appreciate them more. I think I'm a better husband and father because of that. I'm home a lot more. Um, I would also say COVID really taught me how to, I like to argue, just so you know. I love debating. That's not true. I love debating. Pushes buttons. Not true, not true, not true. No, it's not. Right? Yes, no, it's not. My... My new place of employment, I'll say that the people that I work with had very differing opinions than I did of COVID. And we'll just say it, COVID got politicized to some aspect. And the ability to understand where other people are coming from has increased a lot without me trying to always 
win the debate. Yeah. That's a good one. Because winning's not always winning. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Winning is not always <laughs> winning. So it's interesting that you touched on just being home and slowing down. And so, like, obviously, it, I'm in a different situation because my kids are older, which they're into all the youth sports and they're into all, I mean, that is on steroids. And it's been a topic just in the culture of this youth sports craziness. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what happened? Youth sports stopped overnight. And all these yeah. kids actually had a summer. These teenagers had a summer, which they've never had a summer before because they're always this traveling team, that traveling team, you know, whatever. They've never had a summer. And they, they tasted of a summer and they're like, I really like this. <laughs> So, yeah. you, so you guys need to find a, a youth sports person mm-hmm. and interview them because that whole youth sports um, sector is got massively wrecked. And I think when we say COVID did destruction and stuff, I think there's things that we shouldn't go back to. So I'm just going to put this out there before I have to go home and cook dinner for wife and kids. Bye. pie, bring some pie home. Yes. yes. With all the changes and all the slowdowns and how people have had to adapt, change mm-hmm. with everything, do you think people are going to be able to go back to the way it used to be? That's what people, the, the whole thing of like, get back to normal, get back to normal, get back to normal. You guys, you assume normal was better. You know, pre, yeah. pre-COVID normal doesn't mean it was better. And this, again, goes back to the thing that humans always don't want to change. And we, we try so hard to hold on to what is familiar. And if we, can, if we can get into a place where we can release that, like release our mm-hmm. clutch of our death grip off of what is familiar, then now our hands can receive things that are better. We try to hold on to what we know, but we don't understand that if we close our hands and hold on to what we know, we're, we're preventing you know, the better things to come. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I hope that we don't go back to that. Yeah. You it's know? all we knew at the time. It's all we knew at the time. And mm-hmm. we, we've, we were forced to taste of more family time and more, you know, and unfortunately, you know, there's probably some negatives that have come out of that too, but, yeah. but it gave us a different perspective. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It gave us a different perspective. So yeah, I think 2021 will be interesting. It'll be interesting. But finding fire, you guys are definitely, I have to say, giving a platform for people to tell their story, I think is extremely valuable. And you asking them questions, because they're day in and day in just doing their thing. They don't stop to think about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you ask them questions, and then they have to stop and think and articulate it. And you would assume that every company or every person will have this already thought through and articulated, but they don't. And when you specifically ask them and they have to stop, they're like, wow. You know? So it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of value and a lot of clarity for a lot of people so thank you yeah, yay thank you. for finding fire <laughs> alright <laughs> thanks everybody I love everybody. Guys here so. this is awesome we All appreciate right. it what are you cooking for dinner you ask a lot of really good questions let me see let me see <laughs> well nothing right now that's not a good sign chicken Chipotle. nuggets maybe <laughs> chicken nuggets <laughs> <laughs> nothing in chicken nuggets well I'm part of this great group on Clubhouse called Food and Beverage Magazine and there's all these chefs on there that oh yum actually you know what a, a room that we started doing daily is what's for dinner I asked that at work every day I was in your room that's good today was a COVID room actually ah. and somebody scheduled another room on top of my room so I had nobody in there and it was actually the perfect thing so I got basically a one on one conversation with this guy in the UK in a coffee shop Sweet. So guess what? He's going to be part of my network now nice. of what we're building for 2021. Boom. See how that just works? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to have 40 people in my room. I ended up with four. 
But it was the right four quality people. It's right four. It was the right yeah. four. Okay. Yeah. How do you end Finding Fire? Beep, 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 beep. You have like sound effects. Just like go. that. <laughs> I'm saving all these for all <laughs> <laughs>